I need somebody to hold me. Greetings! Welcome back for episode 18 of Kinks with Kiki. I am Kiki, and that was Lana Del Rey. I don't know if anyone calls her Lana Del Rey, but please don't. It's Lana Del Rey, uh, national anthem. That is going to be S&M, a.k.a. song and mood of the week. I really like that song. It's probably in like my top 20 fave songs of all time. Um, hi, Josh. Hi. <laughs> Josh doesn't like Lana Del Rey. That he doesn't like her face. Lama Del Rey. <laughs> I don't fuck with Lana Del Rey, man. Lana Del Rey is suicide music. I Not to trigger anyone. I'm cool with like, you know, sad, depressing music. She's the female version of The Weeknd. I just don't like her face. Yeah, she has a weird, like, she has a drug user. Like, I say Upper East Side, like, over plastic surgery, over like botoxed face but i don't know she just looks mad like white she is white. like but yeah but like the kind Her of white elizabeth she's very white she looks like the kind of white that'll like like call the cops on you for me like playing music too i loud. don't think she would she looks that. like the kind of white that moves into the neighborhood and gets mad when the ice cream truck is out well you know like the rumor is that she fucked like the whole asap mob like yeah, they yeah, all I, ran through her i heard i heard i heard all i don't that. think she's the type that like she's the type that would name her biracial kid Jaden. i don't think she is <laughs> i don't i don't think she's the type i just said she looks like the type. Uh, what she looks like yeah so that face automatically makes me not like she looks type. like the type that'll call the cops on a black woman in bloomingdale she looks like the type <laughs> to want to be really cool yeah for real though she looks like the type to be real cool with like black people and spanish people yes but low-key be wild racist she yeah, she's definitely like she's the type of girl that was fucked by all the niggas. Yeah. She was that white girl in high school fucked by all the niggas, Hispanic she, yeah, she and was, black. She, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was the bi she was like the by a triborough train. Oh my god. <laughs> Damn, Lana Del Rey. This went yeah. too far. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was Song and Mood of the Week. Um I'm not in a mood. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm tired because work was really, really exhausting yesterday. But that song, it always gets me in a mood, not like a freaky or frisky kind of mood, but it always makes me happy. As down as it sounds, it's like, it's a cute song. Plus, I love the video because ASAP Rocky and to the people who follow me, y'all know I love him, especially on Tumblr. Like they have a page worshiping ASAP Rocky but he was playing like her husband in the 60s they had like these little biracial babies somewhere in Martha's Vineyard it was cute so that's why I like that song because she's down with the black people and she's sad as fuck you heard about that interview with ASAP no where he was talking about how he got bullied on his first orgy at 13 I saw like your man's is a freak freak I saw it on Twitter but I haven't went to it I'm like your man's is a freak freak he was talking about having orgies at That's like a lot. 13 at like 13 what is penis at 13 you know what we we live in different times now. and now like, he gonna... was talking about like 20 people orgies like those are at 13 big orgies yeah. you know what i went on <laughs> i went on an awesome awesome podcast over the weekend and i just definitely want to shake let's say i want to say um shout out to our truths podcast yeah. Rome is an uptown nigga. Is this what uptown niggas are doing, Rome? Y'all having like 20 people orgies at 13? No, I'm good, love. Enjoy. Damn. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's song and mood of the week. I'll just we run away from that because that's a rabbit hole. Um, Weekly with Kiki. I had a phenomenal week aside from 
work. I won't go too far into detail about it. I won't even go into detail about it, but I had, you know, how I feel about my personal life. But I have, you know, I had a really good week and I just have one thing to say. Where the hell have you been? And why the hell did it take you so long to get here? And I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much, but where the hell have you been? Anyway. It sounds like a Woody Allen movie. (laughs) It's happening. So getting into the topic this week, I have been asked, emailed, DM'd a lot about this particular topic, ironically from men. I don't know if you all are trying to find little tidbits for your girlfriends, for yourselves, for your boyfriends, but I've been getting this emails about anal play for a really, really long time. So we're going to discuss anal Booty play, ass play, anus play, anal play tush play whatever you want to call it anal we're going to talk about anal play and anal training today and that's going to be fun 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 i'm going to give you some insight on how to train that booty hole that's wild <laughs> oh no like that's so a you wild ass tagline so you'd be able to get pegged yes we're going to talk about pegging as well so you're able to get pegged or you're able to have anal sex without feeling like the soul is being sucked out of you because ladies and gentlemen if you've had anal sex in any form of fashion or if you've been pegged as a heterosexual man whoo you know exactly what i'm talking about that feeling once it gets past the sphincter whoo child but anyway yeah so anal play and i'm sitting this one out <laughs> I found, as always, I find the technical definition to whatever kink that we're discussing throughout the week um, for the particular week. And I found the definition and anal play refers to any sexual activity that involves stimulation of the anus. Now, I want to be clear, both women and men, gay, straight, taken, married, engaged, does not matter can participate in anal play and make sure, like I said, gay, straight, taken, married, engaged. It does not matter your sexual orientation. Straight men can do anal play. They can give and receive and not be considered gay. So it does not matter your sexual orientation. Do not let society tell you that you're gay if you like to be pegged. You're definitely gay. You're definitely. See, I know this topic with you. <laughs> definitely. You All right. You may not be gay, but there's definitely some sugar in your tank. <laughs> your tank definitely got some sugar in it. No. I, I, Do not listen for the slammer. Don't listen to Josh. <laughs> listen, I, listen I'm, I, li- I got nothing against. I li- I'm, I'm, I'm not homophobic. I have no problem right. with, with homosexuality. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if you like dick-shaped things in you, there's a chance that you like dick. <laughs> okay, see, and we're going to talk about that because not everything that goes in your ass is penis-shaped. So... Hold on, you putting a chair in there? No. Is but it? Is it a, any? Is does it have length, girth, and is it cylindrical? It's cylindrical. It's Don't do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's okay. Like a dick. Well, anal plugs definitely aren't really considered like. Those are like soft dicks. They look like they look like little torpedoes. <laughs> I'm d- okay. <laughs> so the importance of anal stimulation uh, <laughs> for women is, ironically, it can like mess around like or tease your g-spot which i find it really really hard to believe um i have found my g-spot i know what it feels like i know where it is and hopefully to the man in my life in the future will find it with no problem too but it's particularly better for men because of the p-spot aka the prostate 
spot or prostate. Okay. <laughs> real eloquent. Was, <laughs> Just like the prostate. I was real, real graceful. <laughs> I was. Trash. Okay. The prostate of Miss Maximus. Oh. That <laughs> was made up. I don't know if that's okay. real term. So I want to talk about, I'm going to talk about training your asshole. And I'm also going to talk about um, preparing for anal sex, whether you again, you're a man or a woman. And I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about right now is pegging. Woof, woof, woof. Let me just jump out right out there and say off top, I don't peg people. I have been asked by a few men, one particularly wanted me to, you know, they would pay me to do it, to peg them. It's just not my cup of tea. You ain't a hustler, bro. Because <laughs> if you were a woman, you would be out here. <laughs> Everyone getting shit in their ass. That's it. I, no pun intended. I just, I'm not money? for. Oh, my God. I'm not for. I'm not for the pegging. Kudos to the men who like to be pegged because I feel like you, you know, exploring your sexuality to the full extent and pushing your limits, that actually needs to be commended. But... I will not be the one to push them for you. I've never did anal, like I've never given anal sex to a woman or man with the strap on ever. Um, probably would do it more so with a woman, not necessarily with the guy. I just don't want to peg a dude. It does nothing for me. Like I don't. Doesn't turn you on. It doesn't turn me you. on. Okay. Like I get the appeal. Most women who are into pegging. Why? They, Why doesn't do anything for you? It just it doesn't do anything for me. I like. I'm not going to say I like to watch it. It's a turn on to watch, but it's not a turn on to act on personally okay. to me. I don't think I would like it. Um, mainly because I am very pro anal sex and I know how difficult it is to get that shit up there, especially if you are not trained, which we will talk about. So, no, I don't want to have to deal with like the loop and the squirming and the ouch, take it out because you can't take it out once it's in. You really have to just keep going and get through that hump. That hump is what takes your breath away. Once you get through no that hump. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. All puns intended. But once you get past that little hurdle, it's okay. And then once you get it in and out and your body's like, okay, so this is going to be a thing. Then you're fine. But pegging is not for me. However, I'm going to talk about it. So the easiest way to a man's prostate or his p-spot which i like to call it p-spot because we got a g-spot y'all got a p-spot whoop whoop is fingers um if you peg a man who doesn't want to be pegged like fully with like you know a seven inch dildo with like a lot of girth which whoof. relax <laughs> i don't want to creep you i'm making cringe no. Okay. No, you're oh, not making me crazy. I'm, I'm chilling. Better. Okay. So the best thing to use is your finger, preferably your index finger, because you have a little bit more leeway. I have never stuck my finger in a person's ass. I just want to throw that out yeah, there. Women be having mad nails. What makes them think this is okay? Well, you have Y'all to prepare. Be having, like nails. You have to prepare for these things. Like if you're going to play in your man's ass, yeah. you, I don't have nails. I know. I was looking at your yeah. shoes. I'm like, you got because, nails? No, because you I be can't find a good nail salon. No, it's because you'd be fingering have booty I ever, holes. I've never fingered a woman's ass. I've have definitely I? fingered no. a woman's ass. My thumb has been. Well, you're a dude. Of course you have. Quite a few have. asses. Oh, God. That's like the button to press while you haven't said that. Really? Yeah. I'm going to take my thumb Just and I what? Exactly. There you go. <laughs> The wise, the, the, the wise, wise future. A, the wise future. <laughs> Pluto was on it. <laughs> but yeah, so just let me throw that out there. I've never stuck my finger in anyone's ass. It's just because I dealt so much with 
anal training myself and being anal trained, I just know. So if you stick your finger in a man's ass, their prostate is near their bladder. I'm not sure of the anatomy, but if you stick it straight up and you give like the come here motion with your finger, like come here, whoop, come here, you tap their prostate and oh. apparently it's like walnut size and it has like little ridges kind of like the g-spot has ridges wait, wait, wait you say that the prostate was near the bladder it's like it's where it is in the anus like the bladders i think is in front of it okay and then like i guess like all of your plumbing is below it i don't know how okay the male anatomy works i just know that y'all pee and come out of the same shit. that just seems like a That's... mad low place for the bladder to be I feel like the bladder is no 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 no. it's like your bladder's sitting up and it's like behind it and below ah, it. okay yes. i understand so if the bladder's here it's like right down here. yes oh, okay cool okay um nobody saw the hand motion but he got it <laughs> i just i was just thinking about him like if, if no they're not if right a guy gets like a finger other. in his asshole and she accidentally pokes his bladder what if he pisses himself we're gonna is, talk is that about, squirting? We're going to talk about that. That count as You're squirting? You're trash. <laughs> you are gross for that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sounds like it'd be Really though? Squirt is piss. <laughs> That's like male squirting. But it's walnut shaped and it has ridges. So if you stick your fingers up there, ladies and gentlemen, and you, you know, do the come hither motion. So it looks like a ball sack. Yeah. Basically. Basically, it's like a ball sack within the butt. In your asshole. Yes. Okay. If you tickle it's it weird. a little bit... um. It depends on the man. Some men come instantly. Some men just get like a really satisfying like sensation from it. And the more you tease it, the better they get at it. And probably the better they come. Because I've been told from men who like to be pegged, that is like one of the best orgasms ever in life that they get from pegging or like any type of prostate stimulation. That's like people who eat food that looks like it tastes like shit. And they're like, oh, this is the best food ever. I'm telling you. You're like, nah, I'm good. But it looks like it tastes and, like shit. It, it looks like it yeah. tastes like shit, right? And That's kind of like baklava. And then, and then let's say like you, you're like decided, like, all right, you know what? This person talks about this mad crazy. They say it tastes so good. I'm going to try it. And it tastes like shit. And you're like, you guys are just fucking saying this because you're the only weirdo doing it. No, I'm not going to say that. I feel like just like every woman is, there are a lot of women out here who don't orgasm or squirt. Yeah. I'm thankful I'm fortunate enough to do both. But I feel like it's the same way with men. Some men might really, really, really like respond to it well. And then some might not. So Fair enough. Yeah, I think it just depends on the man. If it's something you're willing to try, I don't see any harm in trying it just to see if it's for you. And if it's not, okay, no harm, no foul. Fair. Fair enough. Okay. Um one of the things what Josh just said, I don't think he knew that this was actually a thing. When you're stimulating the prostate, if the person or the man feels like he's going to urinate, you're doing it too hard and you gotta stop relax because <laughs> like i said it's not near the bladder but they're in the same region so it's kind of like with women like our uterus and our bladder they are right there together so if you press one we're gonna feel it in the other so if you're in our cooch pressing our g-spot we feel it in our um bladder as well so it's the same thing yeah that's why you always got to make sure whoever you're about to fuck pisses first yeah, and if they squirt after, that tells you that it's not piss. It just has a little bit of pee in it, but it's not fully pee. It's definitely piss. I'm not having that argument. That's, no. It's pee pee. More. I'm so tired. If you ever, ever had a girl squirt in your face, you got peed on. Oh, don't say that. Just and you know how men out here, like, well, no, because nah, men who like they face squirted in, it's they cool. about that life. Yeah, right. I was about to say, I'm cool. Like, they piss everything. I ain't peeing on nobody. Let the but, squirt you know. commence. <laughs> 
I'm all for it. <laughs> Keep a towel by the bed. So, yeah. <laughs> you threw me completely off. I'm like, get the whip out the bed. <laughs> I'm done. Men don't squirt. Well, y'all do, but okay, we're not going to go there. Because <laughs> that's another rabbit just hole. Come. Exactly. Just... But yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you are pressing with your fingers, then you've probably gone a little too far. And if they're peeing, like if they're going to pee, you're making it uncomfortable. And you want to keep them as comfortable as humanly possible. Um, some... uh, go, continue, continue. <laughs> I keep some... my jokes to myself. Oh, what were you going to say? I want to hear it. I was just going to say if your fingers are in his butt, you've already gone too far. No, you have you're already too far. You are already in a too far situation. You're not going to listen to Josh. There is no going back you at this point. You have not gone too far. Your man okay. is now less of a man. He likes things in his butt. Okay. So. All right. I'm joking. I didn't want to say all that. That I was mean, right? That was mean. It was a little mean. Just a, little a mean. smidge. Maybe like 5% mean. Okay. My okay. bad. Not that bad. He's definitely gay though. He's, that doesn't make him less of a mean. man. No, no, no. But that doesn't make him less of a man. You see, calling but how does that make him homosexual when he's doing him, it with the woman? Calling him less of a man was mean. Saying he's gay is not mean. There's nothing wrong with being gay. By definition, gay Matter is... Matter of fact, if I'm saying like, yo, if I'm like, yo, he, he's gay, it could... All right, he's bisexual. So... He, where's he, the man in this, though? It, it's uh, uh, Listen. No, because this argument... I have been having this argument a few times, like, on Twitter and, like, Instagram right, within the last couple instead. of months. He got some sugar in his tank. There's something going no, on. No, that's even worse. I'm not... Okay. See, here's the thing. I just want to jump off subject briefly Let's and do it. talk about I'm how... Down. What Let's Josh just said. Josh said is something wrong with him. I'm off. I didn't say this. No. You did. There, Something's you, off. Using the, no, using the term off or wrong means that I'm insinuating that being gay is wrong. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is. All I'm if, saying. All I'm saying is that having your ass penetrated is traditionally a gay act. So if this person. So women are gay. Wants their. No. Call it across the board. No, no it's not. A, because you no, can't No, women say, to women, gay. What's the idea of gay? Is same sex. Women to women don't penetrate each other's asses. I mean, they do, I'm sure. But that's not their only form of sexual interaction. But they're gay because they're having sex with the same sex. Yeah, that 100%. is what gay is. 100%. But, yes, but if a yes, man's yes, being pegged by a woman, he's, how, does he's that bisexual. Make him, how does that make him bi? It makes it, 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 listen, he's doing something that is traditionally... There gay. is no man involved. It's not a threesome. It's a man and his wife, and she is pegging her husband. Pegging? Her. Oh, we're talking about pegging now. It's pegging. even more gay. No, pegging finger, or... Finger, I can see the argument. If you tell me a finger, I'm like, all right, cool. All right, you know what? I'm wrong. Now, if you're saying pegging, I'm all for... You want to... We can get into this debate. We can get into this debate. What are you pegging with? A strap on. All right. What does a strap on look like? Not all of them look like dicks. They all look like dicks. Because it's... it's Every single one of them look like there's not a strap on (laughs) that doesn't look like a dick. Go ahead. Make that argument with me. I'm going to Okay. But at the end of the day... You're definitely not pegging someone with something that looks like a vagina. At the end of the day, there is not a man attached to that penis that is going in. The is made to simulate a man. That's not the point. It's made to simulate... If I... Look, 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 look. For example, if I watch a cartoon where a male appendage is fucking another male, is that not me watching something that is gay or does, bisexual? So does that make you gay if you watch bi porn or if gay I get porn? off on it? It might mean that I might be into men. But what if you just like 
briefly just swift by. There ain't no like, briefly mm. getting fucked in the ass. It's, oh that my doesn't God. happen. It's not briefly. No. no, you're just telling me how it's a painstakingly no, long about process. Like, poor, like okay, let's say you No, but just I'm trying to create to... an analogy. The okay. analogy I'm trying to create is is that technically there's no man involved in a cartoon, right? But there's things that simulate or represent that. But a that strap on simulates or represents a, a, a male appendage, but a penis. What, okay, so a man who is not physically, emotionally, mentally, or sexually attracted to a man who likes to he be is paid, se- He is sexually attracted to a male-like appendage in his ass. He's sexually attracted not to the dick that's going to his ass. It's the he's, sensation. If that's the case, I can just fuck bro with the anal plug until he comes. Like... It doesn't necessarily have to be a penis, or I can finger I fuck his penis. ass until he comes. See, finger like, fucking is different. I feel like finger fucking, like if, if you're gonna finger his butt, then it's like, all right, I see this argument. But if you're using, but a, it doesn't have di- to be. It is, no, no, no. If it's not, okay, that's where the argument can come in. I'll, I'll gladly say, all right, I am wrong. I'll <laughs> gladly. But if you're telling me you're putting on a strap on, yes, and it's got a veiny dick attached to it, it doesn't have me? to be veiny. Most men would all want right. it to probably be not veiny. Smooth, laminated, whatever the fuck you listen. <laughs> you want to get, you want to get one of them. You want to get one of them yoni joints, some crystal joints, don't whatever. Do that. Whatever don't, you want to do. Don't be coming for the brujas. You know what I'm saying? They can have the their chakras aligned in the ass. Whatever they want to do. <laughs> all I'm saying is those things are all dick shaped. No. <laughs> listen. No, I'm sorry. I'm gonna rest my case here. That does not make a man. I have no problem. Gay. With it. I have no problem. With it it does not. It's no. no problem. It's no problem. I'm convinced no problem. that. <laughs> <laughs> all, I'm, all I'm saying is they might have to just do a little soul so do some soul searching. I don't think I just personally I just don't think it makes a person It doesn't make them gay, it doesn't make sense. You're right. No. To to say it makes them gay is dumb because they're obviously also attracted to women. They're not also <laughs> attracted. I like how you tried that. They're not also attracted to they are attracted to women. Yeah, they they're attracted to women and dick shaped. But things. they actually value the P spot orgasm. So they have they, to do what they have to do they to They value stimulate their it. ass getting penetrated. Yes, okay. Yes. But that doesn't make you gay. That makes them bisexual. It doesn't make them bisexual. I really believe and if there are any gay men who listen to this podcast, DM me, email me something. If you are a gay man who's not into anal sex, please let me know. Cause it's not, not all, into gay, uh, not into men. anal sex. Oh, th- those are power tops. They don't want to get fucked. They just want to fuck. Look at you. That still it. makes you them gay. Call out power tops. I'm just <laughs> saying, no, it's a fact though. Yeah. Listen, I am. I'm. I'm. I'm not undereducated when it comes to these communities. You feel me? And I I'm agree. Not, and you I'm not, are not. You're I'm not trying right. to shit on them. All I'm saying is that inherently, getting your ass penetrated is not a masculine <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> According to whom? According to me, according to I can only say law? me, only my opinion. Okay, I, I can only go off my opinion. I just, it's uh, matter of fact, we can go culturally too, because culturally, it's not really, it's never been known to be a masculine thing to do in culture and society too. Hispanic or we, black culture, yeah, exactly. you're right. So I'm just white saying, white culture, y'all look, y'all about that life. That yeah, the Greeks been fucking each other in ass life. for like the last. Like, oh, they have. Yeah, they've been they've been doing that shit for a minute. <laughs> Men having orgies in uh, what do they call the bathhouses? The bathhouses. Yeah, but they also, been fu- <laughs> but here's the thing, they also been fucking kids too. They've been doing they fuck, were a lot of fucked up shit. Doing some wild shit. White yeah. people are the innovators of everything good and bad. They the are part. because they live their best life. Meanwhile, everybody of color. We need to relax. You can't transition pedophilia with live their best no, life. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the pedophilia. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking out for you here. I'm looking out. I just want to make sure. I'm just saying, like, when it comes to being sexually free, Liberated, not, yeah. yeah, fucking with kids, because that's just morally wrong yeah, yeah, and yeah. just, like, legal. But when yeah. it comes to wanting to they explore definitely live their free sexual, of judgment. Yes. Yeah. I wish black people 
and Hispanic people and Asian people could really just get on that level and but just calling, be out here. Me calling them bisexual isn't shaming them. No, it's not you shaming them. It it's might be misrepresenting them to them. Highly misrepresenting them. them. Oh my god! What's that? What's that? Wait, what's that? That uh, that gift to you? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> that's how I feel about to you. <laughs> I may be misrepresenting them. All right, continue. Oh I'm, I'm, I, I, I drew this whole See, shit off. Of, off I, I still would like to say that if you are having sex all day, every day with your woman, and Live occasionally she pegs you, you're fine. Yeah, but man, okay. Do you think? Aside from you. like, stimulating, I would not not be your friend for that. You know what I'm saying, like, one of my friends told me, "Oh, what's up? Cool." You have a friend that was into pegging? No, I'm just saying. If I oh, if I did okay. have a friend, like if my homie was like, "Yo, you got to try this," I'm, like, I'm good. I'll pass. Do your thing. I'll pass. <laughs> like I'll still dap him up. He'll even get a hug. You know what I'm saying? Of course, the man doesn't want you. He wants his woman. That's what I'm saying. Yes. There's, no, but even besides that, I'm just saying is that I'm not looking at him as less than whatever he is. Right. Off of that. But calling a sweet. person, no, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna leave this all the way alone because this is gonna be the whole. <laughs> it's gonna be the whole episode. episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, gonna, you're right. So I like this debate. <laughs> I'm like a troll. This is you are right, a troll. <laughs> you are a troll because you will always find a loophole and a way out of everything. <laughs> I swear it. Okay, so with pegging comes training. With anal play, anal sex comes training. So what I want to talk about is how to train your ass. Not your dragon, not your best friend, not your dog. How to train your ass. Okay, train. <laughs> Your asshole. So I did not research anything for this particular topic because I know a lot about this topic because I anal trained for a good little minute because I was training with the purpose to try out a dildo. And I'll tell that story for once and for all on my own you told, podcast. Yeah, I know. You told that on our podcast. <laughs> on my own podcast. That I'm gonna tell. Okay. So with anal training... You have to start small, and that's no pun intended, period. So what I would suggest is starting with one of your fingers. And I always say your index finger because you have a little bit more space like between like your thumb and your index where you can kind of just put all the other fingers and your thumb down and then insert your fingers in your ass. So I would do that like once a day, maybe like five or ten minutes, just to get your like your anal cavity used to something else other than fecal matter used to like getting it used to other than that being in there so use your finger swerve it around a little bit she says swerve <laughs> i did swerve it around a little bit you know in and out penetrate your anus just to get it comfortable with the idea because your anus like it's a muscle it clenches as soon as anything seems like it's going to harm it or if it seems painful. The first thing your body's going to do is instantly clench up and your I finger's going to be stuck up there. I should pucker up like a mole. Exactly. Like it looks like a balloon. Chinese finger It's like trap. a balloon tie. <laughs> it did, <laughs> like yeah. a balloon knot. It That's looks the balloon just knot. like a balloon knot. So the purpose of putting one finger up there is to get your body to naturally relax at the like the intro of penetration. That's the point here because eventually you will get to the point where you can do anal sex and your body won't even react like it was when you first started training. So you swiggle it around, you penetrate in and out 
and eventually work your way up to more fingers. Um, when I first started anal training, I was with one, then two, then three, then I managed to get four up there. I am not for fisting. I am terrified to be anally or vaginally fisted, but I was able to get four up there when I was comfortable with that. So once I got to four fingers, the next thing you should do, and again, this is only my experience, but it worked wonders for me. You need to upgrade to an anal plug. Not necessarily a weighted one just yet. I would start out with something really, really soft and comfortable like a silicone um, anal plug. But do not use silicone uh, lubricant with it because they don't do well together. So if you're going to use a silicone anal plug, use a water-based lubricant. Stick that in your ass, finger it a little bit, tease it a little bit. It sounds kind of creepy, but anyway. Josh, sounds, you are so quiet. I'm I don't like, know. Nah, <laughs> I'm letting you give out these instructions. Yeah. Honestly, you want to know what it sounds to me? It sounds to me like women that do anal probably have the cleanest buttholes. Oh, I'm going to talk about how like to some prepare. Like clean yeah. ass buttholes. I'm like when talk they clean their too. asses, they shove the whole bar of soap in their asshole. No, it, it, it gets a lot deeper than that. Literally. That's crazy. But That's wild. once you get to the point where you can do the silicone plug, do it, I would say do it for like two weeks. Every day, play with it, tease it, you know, see if it turns you on, if you like it going in and out, and just wear it. Wear it for as long as you're capable of wearing it. Because it's not weighted, you shouldn't have an issue. She said wear it like a hat. Wear it like... Just, it's, just throw it on. Wear it like a tire. Because some in BDSM communities, like in the community and like with people, they actually do... They consider that like it's like an engagement ring almost. Like you're completely butt plug. <laughs> yeah, like it can show like a, a sense of ownership. Like they want you to wear your plug at all times because they bought it for you. But start out with that. Wear it. I my advice would be to wear it for two hours, possibly three. It doesn't hurt. This was when I was first first starting to anal train. I think it was like 2015. Um, it did not hurt. I would go home. I would get my butt comfortable, so I would finger my butt. <laughs> That's a crazy-ass daily itinerary. <laughs> this was actually one of my tasks to do every day because work, my dominant, my, lunch, my dominant, my <laughs> he really, really liked anal sex. However, I was not into anal sex, and I was afraid because it hurt so bad, but he was, my task was you have to train your ass. So when we do anal sex, you won't have any problems. Okay. So yeah. if you're going to use a plug, of course, start with fingers, one or two or three or four, how many ever make you comfortable, put the plug in and then go about your business. Go for a walk. Be careful. Uh, clean, cook, do whatever it is you need to do to get your butt comfortable with the plug. I would say do that for like a few hours a day for like two weeks. And by that time, because it is a muscle, it does have muscle memory, but you've, you're spreading like your anus a little bit. So it's starting to get comfortable with the idea of something just being up there and not like rejecting it or trying to clench up around it. Then is when you upgrade to a weighted plug. Now, I just threw my anal plug away probably the beginning of this year. I used to love that plug, but my ex gave it to me and I just didn't want anything with his energy wrapped around it in my apartment. So or I your ass. Or my ass. I didn't need that spiritual oof, negativity anymore. So I would get a weighted one. Of course, it's just like the same thing. Um, you've graduated up to <laughs> a weighted one. Now, the thing about weighted anal plugs, they fucking hurt. 
not going in. If you've been doing this consistently for at least at this point, the last three weeks, because you should have did like a week or two with your fingers and a week or two with the silicone plug, your body's like, okay, girl. So you like things up there on a regular basis. We're good. So again, once you get past that little hurdle where you feel like you can't breathe and it goes like it sucks in, it's like a, a suction cup. It just <laughs> it goes straight in. That's crazy. <laughs> Wear it, I would say wear it an hour and a half max because they are weighted. So eventually you're going to feel like everything inside of you is pulling down because of gravity. And I mean, what goes up, it does have to come down. So that is your body's way of trying to push it out. But because it's weighted and it's in such a tight area, it hurts. So what I used to do was... My task with my dom was to wear my anal plug to work. So I lived, this was when I was living in North Carolina. I would have to drive to work. I worked in a completely different county than where I lived. So I would put it in in the morning before I got dressed. And then I would wear it in the car, going to work. And then I would take it out and clean it off when I got to work. Okay. What? <laughs> no, hold on. Go ahead. What if you had a shit throughout the day? You don't wear it the whole day. Oh, not the whole day. No, 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 no. Weighted anal plugs hurt a lot. Okay. And they come in various sizes. I have the smallest size that you can get because I was training. So you wear it for an hour, hour and a half max at once. And then you can wear it several times throughout the day. But I would prefer that you take a break. So yeah. I would wear it in the morning as soon as I got to work because my commute was like a 45 minute commute. Yeah. I would take it out, wash it off, and I had an hour lunch. He would have me put it in again. So I would wear it for like another 45 minutes, take it out. If you shit, is that like, that's it? They're done for the day? No. No, he wasn't about that life. He was like, you just going to have to figure it the fuck out. Yeah, he was at, that was, I mean, if you don't want to put it back in after you've like taken a shit at work, I would suggest not doing it if you don't want to. That's wild. However, he was not with that shit, literally. So he was like, you're going to wear it regardless. So then I would wear it again, going home from work. And then I would just wear it a little bit until the point where I could no longer bear it because it was so painful and he would tell me to take it out. And then I would start all over again. And I did that for about a month. Now, by this point, I could literally get things in my ass without really having to think about it. And I know it sounds crazy, but like the plug was just popping in and out like with no problem because I had been doing it for like a month. I don't know why I keep picturing like oh like God. a baby with a bobo. Like, yes. Right. Like just kind of. And then like. Well, it's not as easy. If but you gotta, If you got to <laughs> you gotta like like shit during the day, it's like when a baby throws up like bleh, and then you just pop that shit right back in. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's that's pretty much it. It's fucked up. Um, so once you get to that point, I would say your body has gotten used to the weighted plug and your muscles have relaxed a little easier. Now it's time to graduate to a dildo or some type of sex toy or like cylinder based products. A dick. <laughs> Basically. I started out with a rabbit and to the women who know and hey to the men because you can also peg with vibrating that's an alien dick the rabbit apparatus really I mean, it looks like an alien dick okay well to the, the white women marbles and purple yes and... mine didn't have the marbles it just it had the vibrating butterfly that was it yeah so what i would do i wouldn't use it like turned on because i wasn't ready for that type of stimulation i was just trying to train so i would use it 
And I would literally just put it in there and leave it there. Not like walking around like, hey, girl, let's go to lunch. Like I would just be on my bed. I would read with it. I would be on Instagram you on my phone with a whole, with a whole, with a whole dick in my ass. In ass. <laughs> I would have conversations with my mother. Oh, God. I'm you a so different type horrible. of powerful. Oh, God. I'm, that's terrible. Power. That's so bad. But yeah, so I did that. Women are strong. We are. Y'all strong as fuck. We, we strong. We're strong. That's crazy. We don't get no credit. We do. We do. I'm lying. We don't get enough credit because I women, definitely don't get enough credit. women do some shit that men could never even fathom. And I always say when you can deal with cramps, come holler at me. Yeah, it's only once a month, but that shit comes once a month faithfully. And if it don't, then sis, I'm sorry. I know. Y'all stay complaining about commitment, but y'all got like the biggest, best commitment ever. No, that shit that, never look, doesn't not show up. I am not going to say my period can go because I don't want those problems yet. But what's well, not problems? I definitely want children, but I don't want that trouble yet because I'm not in the place. But cramps will like I could take a period without cramps. Psh, that's nothing. My period is three days getting off topic a little bit, but, you know, in and out. But if you can handle cramps, then we can have a conversation is on topic. We have to pass humans. Human. We are physically pushing out another person of out of our vaginas like a whole we giving birth to a whole person. Now think about it. If it was out of your butthole, you'd ha- you already have a you'd have a step up in the if game. If it was a butthole, women like men. If men had to have babies, we would have found a way to have babies with no pain long time ago. Listen, a lot of coulda, shoulda, woulda's. Okay, you I'm can't. just saying. But if you having babies out your ass, and chances are everybody in the world getting C-sections. Everyone dying. So. That's it. <laughs> I, I never get pregnant. But yeah, so I was. I had a small. It might have been like a five inch dildo, but it wasn't the size. I mean, the length, it was the girth. It was a very small size, girthy, like, well, not small, can't say small, girthy. Was it girthy? It wasn't girthy. So it was, it was, it was, it wasn't slim. It wasn't thin either. It was kind of normal. It was normal. Thank you. Average. Average. What? No. (laughs) It wasn't average. What's that? Is that? I I don't have a picture or anything. Show me a hand. That's like, like average ish. Okay. Maybe um, a little below average. So average. If your fingers could touch like that. Yeah. Like, like I could wrap my finger around yeah, it. You got you got small fingers. So like that's definitely below average. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, a little below. Yes. But it was comfortable enough for someone who was starting to anal train to <laughs> to actually use with comfort. And that was me getting used to a penis. So I did that and eventually I started to play with it. So you can't just let stuff sit up there for the next month and not be like, okay, girl, you're going to eventually have to get used to penetration and actual like friction. So I used that and it was fun. Um, my ex used to watch me. So I would come, you know, whoop, whoop. I eventually upgraded to an actual dildo. Let me not say that that dildo wasn't actual. It wasn't normal size to me personally, but I found... I purposely measured his dick, both width and length, <laughs> and I found a dildo that was almost identical to his penis. So my advice for any women or men who are with someone, like if you're, especially if you're with them and you're in a committed relationship, try to find a dildo that's kind of like adjacent to their dick size. Because that, your body will get used to it, and then when he pops it in, it's going to be like, oh, nothing's different. Because you can't have like a five inch dildo and you dealing with a nine inch dick, if that exists. I've never seen it, but 
you it's not going to work because you're going to be in more pain because your body was only ready for five inches, not nine. So I found a dildo that was his size and eventually just started having full on play sessions with it. And at that point, this was probably like maybe two and a half months later, my body was officially used to it. And when I had anal sex for the first time, I barely even noticed. Not going to say, let me not say that. Let me chill. I noticed, and it's regardless whether you've trained your whole life, that shit still hurts going in, but it doesn't hurt the entire time. So it goes in, it hurts out. And then I was able to have regular anal sex with no problem, no fissures. Is it fissures or fissures? Fissures. Fissures. fissures fissures <laughs> no like no type of like breakage or bleeding or pain i was fine how about like when you farted was it like break like, it wasn't like like, like a brisk wind no. like a, like a <laughs> no it's not like a flute that is another thing let me say this again i said it in the beginning the anus is a muscle just like the vagina is a muscle, so it goes Muscles collapse, yo. It oh god, stop. I'm just saying. It goes back to normal. And with anal sex, if you don't use it, you lose it. I literally just told somebody that this morning. I was like, if you don't, I lost it because I don't use it anymore. But, but never mind. Um <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but it's a muscle. So whether you get fucked in it four or five times a day. If you take a hiatus, that shit is going to go back to its normal size and you're going to have to start all the way over from square one. Now, I'm going to jump into my story before I go into how to prep your ass for anal sex. Oh, man. So all of that was what I told you from my experience of how to train your ass is what led up to me and a 12 inch dildo. So this dildo was very, very thick. At least, what is considered two inches, Josh? Like, item-wise, I can give... Probably my finger. Okay, so like a man's finger, it probably was like maybe uh, one and a half inches I, thick. I seen, I seen a 12-inch dildo yeah. this past but week. But you know they're thick and they're super long. Dog. Well, this one was like that this. That shit looked like... Well, it was like that. Nah, the, the shit that I had seen was like... Oh, no. See, that's that Euro trash. That shit was wild, Those women bro. who are into like that those big ass mics. plugs. You exactly. That shit... <laughs> not even... Yo, not even. The particular woman who I had seen... It, it's a pro, I'll tell you the story off, off, off uh, okay. the podcast. Okay. Wow. I'm curious. And then she was... And she was like, it's not, I didn't, it's not as big as I thought it was. I was like... Like, what Bitch, the fuck is then what you think big? of my dick then i felt <laughs> i felt so like attacked like, what? I, I was like that that's a 12 inches is not that big how you feel about me it takes a lot to get to that point of 12 inches again you cannot just be like oh i'm a g i'm bam off the rip and try to pop in like a 12 inch dildo and you ain't trained you ain't had anal sex your butt ain't even comfortable to anything going in it just out of it yeah, How right. the hell are you expected to do that? But the point was, I had two big dildos. So one of them was 10 inches and one was 12. So I ended up training with the 10 inch for a while. My ex wanted to see me use a 12 inch dildo. Why? I don't know. But he also watched the girl as well as I did fuck a whole wine bottle. So that was just his thing. I don't know. I guess which, apparently which it was my thing too. She put the small end in okay. and eventually got to the big end. Like not completely in her ass, but like maybe that much from the bottom. <laughs> she was a G. Like she no. had, this is, you want to know how you know a woman's into anal sex? She had a tub of lube. 
not like a bottle like the cute little bottles that people keep in their nightstands she was going in with the handful i can smell this story <laughs> she was <laughs> it was not smelly i oh, don't know God. man it just but she's the handful and like massaging like the wine gel? bottle it looked like, it was like goopy like you know like the big ass tubs of hair gel you see in like the spanish barbershops like oh my god like when you take a school out you can hear the vacuum of yes no well Yes and no, but she, like, he had a thing for it. So I had the 10-inch. I actually really, really liked the 10-inch. Um, you can feel it in your spirit when it goes in you. Trust me. Like, you definitely feel it in your stomach. You feel it in your back. You feel it everywhere. And meanwhile, you know, dude's just like, oh, anal sex. I don't understand why she don't want to do it. Here's why, sir. You can feel that shit coming out of your urethra. You can feel it everywhere. That whole area, you feel it in your legs, your back, your chest, your stomach, everywhere. So I use that and I have fun. I used to have fun with that one. Like I would anally masturbate because it, it did something for me. Like I get off from anal sex, which is why I like anal sex. And I eventually graduated to the one time. And I have to say one time because it was one time only. We just wanted to see if I could achieve it. I actually used the 12 inch dildo. I didn't get all the way down, but I managed to get it all the way in and then go down a little bit. So that was huge for us. And then I was like, yeah, no more. How thick was that? That shit? It was thicker than that water bottle. Thicker than this? Thicker a little than, thicker. Thicker than this water bottle? Uh, no, 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 no. My hands don't even touch. Okay, no, it wasn't joint. that thick. I'm sorry. You sure? Yes. It was maybe like. Yeah, it wasn't that thick. It was like that's wild thick, half a... <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, well, if it's 10 or 12 inches, it's not going to be skinny. So like that was the thing. Yeah, it's not going to be like 12 inches of like a mic stand. Like, yeah, that's, nah, that's like too thin. You can pop that in and you'll probably rupture like your large intestine or something. Nah, yeah, no, you need something with a little bit of thickness I'm to it. I'm just trying to I'm trying to find a reference. <laughs> Only because I just need to it needs to I need, need to make to it more real it. in my head because um, otherwise it should sound crazy. Crap, you don't have anything. Like, I picture... That white pole? No, that's a little too thin. Like, in my head right now, what I'm visualizing, because I'm, I'm a morbid individual, is like the <laughs> thickness of that candle. Jesus, no, I am not a European woman. I'm not here for the Euro trash stuff. Oh, no, that's wild. No, 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 no. How no. you felt after that? Um, Very, very wide. You definitely wide was... Open. Was farting like a flute after that. I, I couldn't go to the... I was constipated for a week. Your shit was whistling. Like, I couldn't use the bathroom because I think my body had went into shock. I'm like, oh, girl, wait, we need a minute to come down from this. But eventually Oof. I went back to normal. But it was a one-time thing. Haha, it was fun. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. Plus, I want to keep, like, my orifices at least intact. Like, I'm not married and I don't want to have, like, a loose ass when I do finally find the man for me and marry them and whisk away. Like, he going to be like, so somebody's been here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so somebody's been here before. You can go down there with one eye like, what's going on? Exactly. Like, if you Hello? can. Yes. If you can echo up my asshole, chances are, yeah, somebody's definitely been there. There's but definitely somewhere. somewhere. There's definitely someone somewhere who's into that. Yeah, it is. The men, like, there are people like who gaping. love gaping holes. Like, the, the, I feel like I can see your intestines sleeking out of I you. That scares me. The, the, there's nothing sexy about that to me. It's some people like it. Only because, like, I don't know. There's just something, like... My ex liked it. Aesthetically, well, your ex is a psychopath. There's, yes. It's just nothing <laughs> aesthetically pleasing about that visual, right? I don't know. I just love 
good looking things, things that look and it just wide open buttholes just don't fit that bill. No. Now that's the type of ass that you can't come back from. Like if you're using like those six inch uh anal plugs that you have to t- like sit down on, you can't insert. Chances are your butt is done. Like there, there's no saving it. Like I don't even want to see you give birth. You're gonna pop something. Your intestines gonna leak out. That's where my mind goes, and that's completely ignorant. I apologize to anyone who is into like the gaping holes and the really really big plugs, but that is not my kink. However, so yeah, that was my you know my story on how I managed to get a 12 inch dildo in my ass. How once. far down you think you went? It was like this. You're calling long. it. You're calling it 12 inch, but you didn't get the whole 12 inches. So it was ass. like 12 inches, like what, like that? 12 inches, like this. Yeah, and it was like this wide, so I might have gotten to like right. Sorry, guys, like there. So you got like halfway six, six, six inches. Yeah. All right. And I tried to go further, but it started like I could feel it starting to stretch me, and I was scared. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure if I would have kept going, I would have been fine because it was like drenched in. Um, you would have kept going. You would have started reverse digesting that dildo right that shit would have been in stomach acid in oh your my stomach god. okay stop right. <laughs> oh god so yeah that was how i did it um use your just to recap use your fingers first period like don't i don't want anyone to use a toy first because i want you to get your body used to even having a foreign object up there use your fingers use a silicone plug use an actual plug small dildo normal size dildo and if you want to take it above and beyond like buzz lightyear by all means live your best kink do it i however 12 inches and i was done so yay (laughs) yeah i don't blame you last thing i want to talk about is because i'm talking about doing all this with your anus and its cavity and all that good stuff you have to prepare for that and we're going to talk about how to prepare for anal sex or any type of anal play It mainly consists of training. That is the first thing you must have your body used to it before you can even prepare to have anal sex. (sighs) All right. So this one, I tried to explain it to my roommate as like a test run to see if she would get grossed out. She wouldn't even let me finish. It's not even that gross. To prepare for anal sex, what I used to do is I wanted to make sure... My entire body was cleaned out. Now, when I was doing anal sex with my ex, we were in a long distance relationship at the time. And I would prepare when I knew I was coming to New York. Now, it changed when I actually moved to New York. But um, I would do magnesium citrate or an enema. Um, So basically, the magnesium citrate, as most people should know, is like it's a laxative. I wouldn't do like X-lax or anything. Um, I would do magnesium citrate. Just drink it and just let your body run its course. Do it over a weekend. Um, Like I would, let's say, for example, I would go to New York the following weekend. So the weekend before, I would completely clean my system out. Yes! Magnesium citrate! (laughs) I actually have some of that here. Not yeah. not for the purposes that we're talking about. <laughs> I sidebar. I have to take a picture. <laughs> I actually, I just so happen to have some magnesium. That has made me so happy. 
I promise, guys, it's not for the purposes in which we are speaking about. Some look, magnesium citrate is whenever you're feeling sluggish and you just need to detox or get your detox process started, use it. I got surgery four days ago. Yes, you That's definitely are going to need it. Yeah, yeah, you're going to need it because you don't I'm know. Good now. I'm, oh, you're good now? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm good now. But yeah, um, use magnesium citrate and just clean your body out because you want to, you don't want anything up there and you don't want anything that could possibly come out. Now, you can do that over the weekend and the next step would be to do a liquid diet. I would normally do that. And I know this sounds like wildly crazy. Like I wasn't dehydrating or anything. So I would do the magnesium citrate and I would go on a very, very, very light diet for about a week. Broth, soup, nothing really with meat in it. Nothing with a lot of veggies because, you know, your body processes that and it keeps you regular. Nothing. That's mad commitment, bro. It is. That's like mad commitment. If you to want to have clean anal sex, you don't want anything popping out of you or running out of you or all over his or her penis you definitely need to be like prepared you gotta clean you just do it is what it is like i personally was not a fan of seeing any fecal matter on his penis that came out of me that would have creeped me the fuck out so i would do well i'm a light eater anyway and i typically do soups period so um i'll take some old-fashioned pussy any day i'm good (laughs) Sounds mad. Sounds mad it's a involved. Lot. Yeah. I would do a light diet like soups and anything the day before or the day of of me leaving to see him, knowing that I, knowing that he's going to want to do anal sex. I would do an enema, not the actual enema. I would use like either the bottle. I would take whatever fluid was in the bottle because, again, I just took magnesium citrate the week before. You don't want to do an enema and then magne- you'll dehydrate like and then you'll be sick. So I would just take distilled water and put it in a bottle and then clean everything out. So you've had a whole week of cleaning your system and now this is you flushing your cavity. So bam, by the time you have anal sex, everything is flawless. There's no residue, no fecal matter. If they nut it in your ass, that is the worst feeling ever. It is so disgusting. I'm sorry, I'm sharing way too much information, but it's gross. No, I'm... Not a fan because you just, again, if you're completely empty, you've been on like basically a soup diet, which means you have nothing up there to come out when you're pushing down. It's just nothing coming out. And it's just, I don't know. I felt weird. It was a mental thing for me. So I didn't like that. So we would use like condoms because that creeped me out. But yeah, so that's what you do to prepare. I know a lot of people don't want to do that. If you want to eat regularly and you're like, I'm going to have anal sex anyway, my only suggestion would be to at least clean like the cavity out before you have sex enema yeah an, an, an enema or a douche you douche the asshole douche douche can you do that? douche can you douche the butthole you can douche i wouldn't recommend it they have like the actual bagged enemas with the tube that you can fill water in which you can which is more like yeah. sanitary because you can do it in the shower and then just put the tube like in your ass and let the water Go in and y'all know um, to the people who know enemas and how they whoo that pressure is amazing, but it is harsh at the same time. So you can use that in a shower and just rinse yourself out that way and you get to shower afterwards. So it's a win win. But either way, if you're going to eat fully, be prepared for the possible like the possibility of them pulling out too fast and you shitting on yourself. 
be prepared for their dick or dildo or whatever being smeared. Ugh. Uh, just you have to be prepared for that. I personally chose to do a lighter diet because I didn't want all those troubles. And if chances are, if I would have seen like feces on his dick, I probably wouldn't want him going in my vagina next. Like, even if he showered, it just, I feel like some residue just got stuck up in his urethra. He needs to pee it out or come it out or something, but I wouldn't do it. So that's my best advice with that. You all right, Josh? Because your face. I'm like- listening. This sounds, this is, honestly, we are out of my, uh, my, uh, this is not my playing field. I don't really know too much about this. <laughs> I haven't fucked a lot of asses in my life. I've done it maybe once or twice. Did you like it? No, not my thing. You're not I, a fan. Here's okay. the thing. I, like, I, I, I fucking chicken ass is more for fun. And what I mean by that is like... Like you just want to have a good time with it. Nah, not even that. It's more, It's more so the entertaining aspect of that. that like, like, it, like, of doing something that maybe she hasn't done that often. So I was like, oh, I'll, throw, mm. I'll throw my dick in your ass. So like, just, just because it's kind of like, it's more funny. Like, if she's never done it before and, like, you're, like, trying to do it and it's, like, this experience, especially when you're comfortable with the person. Right. Of them, like, trying it and, then you know, like, that's... but then That's fun, yeah. But then, like, that's, like, a funny experience, right? It's, like, this funny experience of, like, trying to get your dick in her ass and then she's like, oh, I can't do it. And you're like, oh, okay, no, never mind. Especially if they got a lot of ass. It, it, it's just funny. Yeah. yeah. So, but the thing is about it is that there's that and, like, that's True. cool. But once it's actually in and it's, like, turns into sex, I'm like, yeah, I'm not into this. Gotcha. I'm not into anal sex. It's and not, you have not my some thing. men that are. Pussy you have is so some men nice. That are. I, it just really is. Like pussy is so <laughs> attractive and aesthetic, and it feels nice. Aesthetic. I just don't. It is like yeah. Really think about it. A dick is not an aesthetic thing. No, Dicks don't look good exteriorly. Like lies. They just look, so wait a minute. Let's let wait a minute, ladies. Y'all know it's some pretty penises out here. Some of them are, you know. Listen, I've been told I have a very attractive dick. See, but the thing is about it is that I could have an attractive dick. It's not. A, it's still not as appealing as a like a pussy. No. Right. Like a pussy. Because even pussy, pussy's universal. Even of, women will be like, damn. For real, like a little coconut oil, yeah. a little glistening. <laughs> like it really looks like art. Pussy look like art. Buttholes do not. They look like buttholes look nuts. like. They look like craters. They look like when somebody scrunches their lips up from eating something sour. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Like, that, like you said, a balloon knot, like balloon a knot. like a like a crater. That's you what. Know you, what I'm oh my god, that's what you can call. You. Feel free to use balloon knot to refer to the asshole. The I asshole. love it. That's what I refer to it as, the balloon knot. Yeah. But yeah, so that's like white people lips. That look like a no. It looks like a cut. Yeah. Like the people with the really small lips that they look got like no they're, lips. <laughs> they don't got no lips. They like talking you just, on your mouth like just yeah. no nothing. Yeah, butthole face. It's like the upper. I'm gonna stop. I'm going to stop trying to play the women on the Upper East Side. But however, I have a roommate who works on the Upper East Side. The women that I've seen in her job, Jesus. Like, they all look like that. Yeah. You see, like, the old... And I, I think there's a thing. I think, like, white, like if a white woman has big lips, that's, like, really attractive. Because you're like, God, they, all right. Because one, you never see it. Yeah, exactly. It's different. So it's like, all right. And then nine times out of ten, a, a white girl that got big lips is probably thick. Really? I, what I've noticed, I've noticed I've like white noticed. girls that got like nice voluptuous lips. They normally they they little on the thick. They don't side. have the thigh gap that little white girls are aiming for. That'd be crazy. Hey, little white girls. Um, no offense though, but I 
I don't know any. I don't black want to body shame. Yeah, you gotta body, no body yeah, shaming. I just don't know any women of color who are like yes that to the want thigh gap. A thigh gap? Yeah. Like we out here saying thick lives save li- like thick thighs save lives. So yeah. I don't know anything about you know People thigh who, gaps, but okay. I like the, the, for me the idea of like having a, like sleeping with a girl with a thigh gap is the equivalent of sleeping with a sheet. I just can't it do down. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever try to sleep with a sheet? And it's so uncomfortable. It's just, yeah, it's mad uncomfortable. Like, it's just like, there's not enough of it. It feels mad thin. You can't oh really get, God. like, you can't snuggle with a sheet. No, you cannot. It don't elevate you. You feel it, me? It's not heavy. Nah, you know, it ain't no weight to no it. warmth. You know, like, I like a good quilt. That's nice a good, comforter. That's a really good comparison. It's a good analogy, good job. right? Some people yeah. love sleeping with sheets, though. I know people who love to sleep with sheets. Just saying. Well, I've been sleeping with like a fleece blanket for the last three weeks, but my skin sucks. So with a fleece, yeah, it's weird. But I like sleeping under like three or four blankets. So me sleeping under that a mean, fleece, that means you like hairy men. I don't like hairy men. Oh. I'm not against hairy men. I've dated like a really really hairy guy. Like he was hairy to the point where he had to like wax and like shave and nair muffly. Like his whole back, you could like braid his back. That type of hairy. That's disgusting. He was black. That's what was, black. He was black. It was so mind blowing. I was like, he, how was, ha- he was half Italian and Jewish. Both parents were black. I promise black, you. Black. He must have been like West Indian, like some kind of West Indian. I don't think so. I think really? he's like, yeah, because he was like his folks were born and raised in Virginia. So I ain't never seen any black hairy. folk with hair. Like I'm talking, they arms. barely like black men barely grow. Black people generally don't grow hair on their legs and no. arms. Like me, I don't have no more fucking hair. <laughs> Look at my arms. This is my arms. Right. I don't grow no Same. more fucking hair on my arms. But then you have like Italian and Jewish. They are like a hairy bush fuck. on their arms. Like Middle Easterns, they be hairy. Yeah. As fuck. He, you would have thought that he was something. He was Dominicans just regular black. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, I never understood that, but yeah. He might have some native in him. Possibly. He might have some native. On the Possibly. Why, especially if Virginia. Because he's from Virginia. Exactly. Because yeah. natives, like, like that's the reason, why I, have, the reason why I have no hair is because of all the indigenous I have in me. Indigenous people don't grow hair. Too damn hot. They, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> where are they from? Like, I grow, like, my leg hair is barely. Like, Think about the people who grow hair and where they originated from. It's hot Cold, areas. no, people with a lot of hair. Oh, a lot of hair. Cold yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold areas. Planets. Like, I feel like Russians are, like, super hairy. Or dusty, like, dusty environments. Yeah. Like, like sand and stuff like that. They grow, like, Egyptian. Yeah. Middle Eastern, stuff like that. I still ain't got over my coworker being uh, Egyptian and something. Like, she's two completely different ethnicities. I'm like, how does that happen? Only in New York. But yeah, so. That, uh, what? She listens to your podcast? No. Uh-huh. Nobody That's knows about That's when you showed my... me? Is it the coworker you showed me? Did I ever show you her? She no, Egypt- she's uh, Ecuadorian and Italian. Oh, okay. This one is Egyptian and. How she look? What's up? Hook she's pretty. Is she? Is she married? She's married with three kids. Oh, yeah. my God. But she's like Hispanic. She's Hispanic and Egyptian. I just don't know what country her I mother, have her thing. father's from. I have a thing. It's weird. I have a thing for Arabic women. She's gorgeous. Uh, Arabic women are just fucking phenomenal to me. Like, I'm going to see if I can find a picture. But yeah, she's, I want to say her name so bad. I'm like my trying to. She's Palestinian, man. She was gorgeous. How we That's from, really pretty. She was gorgeous. But we how we went from anal sex to this? I don't know, but you know, because well, my we, fault. I got wait, ADD. Were we, <laughs> were we talking? How did we get on talking about hairy men? Uh, oh, you said you slept with fleece fleeces. Oh, we were talking. How the hell we get on blankets? Because <laughs> uh, I said. Oh, we were talking about with thigh gaps, like sleeping with a sheet. Okay, all right. Okay, we yes. Um, to the women with thigh gaps, kudos to the hairy men. You know, do what you must. Um, 
that's pretty much everything I wanted to discuss about anal training, anal prepping, anal play. Um, again, it doesn't make you gay. We're not going to go there, though, because that'll be a whole different debate again. <laughs> um, it I don't got, make you gay. It makes you bi. I'm not going to entertain it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I got an email from a young lady. And I have to say that, sis, I know you're going to hear this. You are a baby. A baby. I don't care if you're turning 17 next month. You know, and if you listen, if, if you are listening right now, I know, you know what the thing I know, I know like teenagers hate when people call them that. What, they're babies? Yeah, listen, I acknowledge you are growing into a woman. She is, but she's not there yet. I'm not going to call you a baby. That feels a okay. little condescending. You know what I'm saying, Kiki? Okay, you're you're growing into you're a an woman. You're an adolescence. And you're, you're using this podcast to learn. No, she ain't an adolescent yet. I mean, I mean, she's not, she's past adolescence. I don't want to call I don't her think a young 17 adult. Is adolescent. She's not seventeen yet, though. She's sixteen. She's sixteen. She's an adolescent. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So you're a teenager. Period. I don't care if you're eighteen or nineteen. If you if your birth has like a birth date or birth age has teen in it, you're a teenager. Period. Even if you live on your own, you're a teenager. Um. Thank you. For listening to the show, I actually wasn't even sure if I was going to read your email because I'm like, this is a child. I am completely against underage BDSM. I am against underage DDLG relationships. I am against DDD, uh, underage DS relationships. I'm just not here for it because I personally feel like you need to be a consenting adult. And this is not me throwing shade at you, boo. I promise you I'm not. It's just... Every email I've gotten have been from full-fledged whole adults. So this one took me for a loop, but I didn't want to exclude you just because you're a child. Okay, you're not a child. Just because Damn, you're you a teenager. Are disrespectful, I'm Kiki. sorry. Jesus Christ. She's about to be 17 years She's old. She's about to be 17. Okay? And here's the reality. And and, and especially in 2018 because I know where you're going. 17 years old, yeah. they be fucking. They do. They be fucking. I was one of them. So. And not only that, depending on where she lives, you that is of consenting of age, age to get, even you get married me? that's what i'm saying yeah so like let's not i'm not you're not a baby let's not discount or or take away i'm not gonna discredit you because you're younger yeah you however her womanhood because it's right like, she's you're, gonna grow you're to becoming be a, woman. a young woman yeah, you are but this is just i mean i just want to throw that out there Put before i even on her name before i even read it like she is like she's a teenager but she's also at the age where, like yeah. you said, teenagers out here doing real adult shit. You and I feel mouth? like, yes. All right. Oh, that's my shit. BDSM is an adult activity. It is an adult lifestyle. So I do, I feel a certain type of way when younger individuals delve into the lifestyle because I'm like, oh, child, you are a bit. I could have never imagined BDSM at 15, 16. I could have. Ever. I was time. My well, ex you, was 16. You were wild. I'm just saying. You were wild at a young age. Yeah. So That's why I'm so calm now. I don't be doing shit. You know, I noticed that happens with people who like were out there, not out there like in a bad way, but you were just living life. Sorry, you call me a hoe. It's fine. I'm not calling you a hoe. I'm just saying, but if you were out there, like if you're were doing the things that you've done, like I've heard you talk about like some of your sexcapades in your younger days and you still young as fuck, but your younger days when you were a teenager. Yeah. People who do that tend to be so mellow oh, I'm chilling. in their twenties. Yeah. See, I was kind of locked down in my teens so i'm i was buck wild in my, my 20s, 20s. Okay. yeah but now i'm i'm 31 hmm. 
So I'm calm. But back to your email, miss. I like how she started it out because she already knew what I was going to say. So the fact that I went on that little mini rant just now, you already knew, girl. Before I start this, I want to say a few things. First, we have the same nickname. Hey, Kiki. <laughs> Secondly, I'm not going to lie about my age. I am going to turn 17 in December. Yes, I have no business listening to this podcast. No, you don't. No, I'm not going to stop listening to it. Girl, I can't make you. Third, I kind, um, I kind of type the way I talk. So if something seems weird, the way this email is set up, I'm so sorry. And she put that in all caps. She's so cute. Lastly, no one that I know personally would listen to this and no one knows that I listen to this podcast. That is reassuring because I don't want your mama or your grandma emailing me saying, girl, what are you doing with our baby? Stop trying to corrupt our child. I love Twitter, man. Okay. I love Twitter. She thick, though. She thick as a mother. God damn, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, continue. Back on subject. <laughs> if y'all want to see what I was talking about, y'all can go on my Twitter, Face Talking Shit. There you go. I definitely retweeted She's that. a really pretty woman. Yes. Lastly, like she said, no one knows that I would personally listen to this and no one knows that, wait, no one I know personally listens to this and no one knows that I listen to this podcast. So if you are going to read this on a podcast, it will not come back to haunt me in any way, shape or form. That is very good to know because I'm worried. Okay. So she said, I'm going to give a little backstory first. I live in New Jersey. I've lived in New Jersey most of my life and then moved to Texas. Girl, that's what Northeasterners do. It's the way. <laughs> my best friend who lives in New Jersey with me got me interested in, B in the BDSM world. Not saying that we did things together. We would talk about it, read about it, and watch things. I mean, education is key. Look, I can't convince you to stop this lifestyle if it's a part of who you are. If you're going to do it and you're going to do it at a young age, it be at least at least be thoroughly educated on the subject so you know what you're getting yourself into like all pros cons precautions everything um this also got me into things on tumblr which is lit <laughs> as well as long distance mmlg relationship with a girl my ex-girlfriend we cool now though she's a sweetheart for eight months um for eight wait for her girlfriend for eight months sorry um, this was for two years. This was two years ago, I believe. This is what sprouted my little space and submissive nature. Fast forward now, I've been in a relationship for a year with this sexy ass guy. He's fit, not too big, pretty ass eyes, broad features, and dreads. Yes, dreadhead. Everything. Like, that's how she typed it so i'm assuming she said like everything <laughs> he's so fine and so dominant yes but you are 16 it's hard for me to see I, I this is why i talk about this with adults but okay girl i'm with you um i remember in one of your podcasts that you said something about how the dominance will radiate off of him at first he was not and the more i got to know him he became very dominant with me and very caring I'm not going to say that he wasn't dominant at first. I could honestly say you just didn't notice. And I'm, I'm going to keep going. Okay. Um, also, I'm going to just throw it out there. He's girthy and long. I mean, like nine or ten inches. Jesus Christ. He was my first kiss and my first time. It didn't take long for us to start getting freaky. 
uh, I was nervous because I've never had anyone touch me like that, but I genuinely so ready. Wait, I was genuinely so ready to try something with him. So it was more just dry humping, clit stimulation, etc. Even before I lost my virginity, I somewhat attempted to establish the DDLG relationship. As time went on now, he has told me that me being in a little space takes away from him wanting to converse with me, which I do not understand all. Wait, I do not understand all he does is talk to me and I want to lay down the rules for a BDSM relationship. I want to show off my kinks as we go forward in a relationship as well, but I'm scared to tell him more than he can handle. He won't want to. And me being little does not help at all because it is as if I have no dominant at all. I want him to be my dominant and I want him to use my kinks and other things. I want him to call I want to call him master and daddy and I want to call I want him to call me things like I'm assuming you mean like little one and sweetie and kitten I got it um I enjoy being called kinks like praise scratching biting oh you a cat okay girl I want to go into subspace and experience that in aftercare be careful what you ask for I don't know how to explain this to him without being overwhelmed and losing him. How do I do this? Is it possible for a submissive to train someone to be dominant? Thanks, girl. P.S. Josh sounds hot as fuck. And that was from Kiki. All right. So the first thing is incompatibility is a motherfucker. It's kind of hard to make someone want to do what you're into. You have to, there's going to have to be a beautiful balance. If he's telling you, and I hate, I don't want to break your heart. I don't want to hurt your feelings or anything. But if he's telling you, he's not here for that. Like if he's trying to have a conversation with you, first of all, email me and let me know how old he is. Because I feel like age difference might make a difference as well. But if he's telling you he's not into it, I don't see how you could get him into it. You might get like little remnants of it, like here and there, but I don't see him going full face daddy mode with you and putting you on his knee and spanking you and putting you in timeout. I feel like it might be an uh, incompatibility issue here. What do you think, Josh? I think, yes, definitely. Like it could definitely be an incompatibility issue, especially considering, and obviously I'm like, your age is still your age and if you're fucking with anyone and and I did, not that there's anything it all right so this is this is where it can get a little weird right because yeah. you're not going to find a lot of men into this kind of thing within Especially your age range that particular kink like the DDLG yeah it it's and but the thing is that doesn't mean to go find men older because you want to practice that kink no. you feel me cuz even they might not even be into it but they that's may like the idea of controlling a young girl exactly yeah. that's why i'm tiptoeing here because i, I want to make it clear it's going to be tough to find men that are in your demographic in your age range that are into what you're into if you're into this you know it's a ddlg if you're into mmlg or if you're into bdsm it's going to be tough to find find men in your age group that are into that but that's not an excuse because I've seen I've, I've known girls like this. I've known women like this that always say like, oh, I date older men because they're into the things I'm into. Mm, right. And the yeah. reality is they may not be into that kink. They're just into manipulation. Absolutely. So I just want you to be real careful. You know, what, I guess that's I just, first and foremost, the advice I want to give is 
be careful with people trying to manipulate you versus being into the kink that you're into, especially at the age that you're at. Agreed. You feel me? I You seem like an intelligent woman. Like you seem like you're on the right track and you're really, you know, uh, uh, awakened to whatever it is that you're she into. Is. Which is she's dope. very aware of what she wants at it, such a young age and dope. what she's into. It is. A hundred percent. But I would just say, you know, be careful. And then I, now to give you advice on this particular situation it sounds like, like what Kiki said, maybe he's not into this particular thing if when you do it, it turns him off to talking to you. Right. Because that means that he's like, he may look at it, and then the thing is you have to realize, right, like, depending on his age, I don't know what age this guy is, but anywhere between the ages of like 16 to like 21, there's this complex that we have as men where we have these hormones raging and we want to feel more adult than we are mm. so like when we find ourselves in a situation where we're talking to a girl and maybe you know they're baby talking and shit they they feel like oh i want to be in an adult relationship and it might turn him off on that level so i don't know i don't know what the situation is but it could be that so i i think one is communicated a little more clearly what this kink is communicate it what it is right absolutely like 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 you can't just start doing the kink and expect them to just accept it for what it is, communicate it, talk about it clearly, um, and, and set the standards on how, what you want out of it. And also realize, and I feel like this is a big thing with all kinks. And I feel like Kiki would definitely agree with all kinks is separate the difference between the things that you're into and who you are. And what I mean is like, there's a time and place for everything. It is. You know what I'm saying? It is. So just because you want to be baby talk doesn't mean that like, because that's that's really what or, it is yeah. when you're in like some people in little space don't even talk at all so if she's talking to him in her little space yeah. and he's not even here for it that's a that's the a big indicator that he's not even trying to he's not into adjust it. to it no because i'm certain you've talked to him about this or he like, might be I into am, neglecting <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna go down that rabbit I'm hole just, just saying um but yeah, if you vocalize what you're into and he hasn't even attempted to like research it, get an idea to see if it would even be something he'd be willing to just try, not necessarily into, but even try to see if he even likes it, then that really like that is your answer. Like you're getting an answer without an answer. That's your indication that he may not be into it. Yeah. And I personally feel like with you being so young, not telling you to like go out there and seek somebody just like josh said like don't fall victim to people who like to manipulate because a lot of people a lot of men in this lifestyle are very very manipulative and you have to be very careful yeah even when you're even when you're a grown woman can you yes. tell a story about a dude that was trying to talk to her about some remember when you were telling he, the story about all the he wanted me to do was send nudes and i'm like dude we don't even know each other all that yeah. well and he ghosted like Un told me that's why he don't date black women yeah right? under the guise of oh well i'm dominant you're supposed to submit to me bro we ain't even talked about that that yeah. communication a dom would know you yeah. got to communicate with your fucking sub so communication is key especially if you're the one that wants to to bring <laughs> this situation into the circumstance right so, so I guess that's the advice, right? Yeah, my advice would just be if he's not into what you're into and you know what you want, girl, let it go. And you will find what you want or you will find someone at least who's willing to attempt it with you to see if they like it. And you never know. They might end up finding out that they like it. But if you really like this person, I would vocalize to him how important it is to you. And if he shuns it, drop him, break up with him. That's, it is what it is. Just kick him to the curb. You're too young to even be trapped around, like, worrying about whether you're going to lose him. Fuck him. 
16, girl, you got, trust me, you got a whole lot of more years of some foolishness with men. That's a fact. You do not be pressed. If he says he's not into it, cut him. You good. Yeah. Hope that helps. 100%. Yep. Yo, stay away from the internet, bro. It's dangerous. For real. The dark net. (laughs) That's a fact. But, um, yeah, so that. Good luck. Good luck. Yes. That's going to bring this episode to an end. As always, you can follow me on Instagram, Tumblr, as well as Twitter. Um, Twitter and Tumblr is Kinks with Kiki. Uh, Instagram's Kinks with Kiki podcast because, you know, I never got my old shit back. Fuck you, Instagram. But anyway, they never responded. Nope. Damn. I emailed them for a month straight. They never responded. I was like, but you had no problem responding to me a week prior, but whatever. So, yeah, Kings with Kiki podcast, Instagram, Kings with Kiki uh, on Twitter and Tumblr. I'm also on Patreon as well. That's Kings with Kiki. Also, um, you can email me, kingswithkiki at gmail.com. Josh. You put the Patreon in your link. I did. On, on, uh, on um, Instagram. On iTunes, I mean. Yes. All right. Just yes. make sure you put that in your description. Mm-hmm. Um, you already know where to follow me, man. Face Funk on Instagram. Face Talking Shit on Twitter. Talk wild shit on there. <laughs> uh, and uh, my podcast, Talking Shit Podcast. The I is an asterisk. Look us up on iTunes if you want to hear the filth that I talk. <laughs> uh, I think our last episode I was talking about this time, I jerked off into a condom. Yeah. Yes. That episode. Yo. Yo. Yeah. Every week. Every week. I can't. Yeah. Like, y'all be talking about some wild I shit. I regret that story a little bit. Oh, Royce. I know Royce just be sitting there like... Royce just be shaking his head the whole time. Oh, my God. These two. Oh, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow's episode. Well, the episode that we record tomorrow and drop uh, Wednesday. I'm excited. It's wild. I'm super excited. We have a lot lined up. We got this new segment. It's going to be crazy. Ooh, yay. Yeah. I'm excited. It's filth. A lot of filth. Plus, we got a fan. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, guys, you can follow me. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate all the support. Appreciate you guys supporting Kiki's podcast. Absolutely. It's a lot of fun. And uh, all right, Kiki. Definitely. Uh be sure to rate and subscribe to both of us, his podcast as well as mine. Rate, review, give me things. Not like I don't mean like like money and gifts or anything. I mean like give me reviews. Money rate and gifts me. are cool too. I mean, he tried, I'm just saying. Every dude out here trying to make me to go digger. Nice. <laughs> a podcast. It's just a, it's called appreciation. I mean, if you, yes, you want to give me a gift, I appreciate it. I, however, full disclosure, I don't have a PO box yet. You can I plan it, you can to send get it one. to my address. Or, uh, <laughs> I gladly accept it, unless it's, unless it's an anal plug. Um, then probably no. You could send that somewhere. But see, when you can't do that because you get a somebody sends you an anal plug, guess what they're gonna want next? What? A picture, a video, or something with the plug I'll in s- you. I'll send. No, oh, it's crazy. Stop thotting. Well. Stop. Look, you would be such a thought. It's so easy oh to just. I'll just God. Google the picture of a butthole with an anal plug and send that shit. Balloon tie. Balloon That's knot. it. Balloon tie. <laughs> Balloon knot. But there yes. Thank you guys so much. This was an awesome episode. As always, I am your dose of black girl in this kinky ass world. And until next time, peace.